Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. So as I was saying, we're coming to you live this afternoon from the Santon Convention Center where a big organization uh, has come together, a foundation, the Motsepa Foundation. We all know about the Motsepa Foundation. They've come together to put together what is the 100 million job creation fund together with religious and faith-based organizations. And the announcement was made today. So I'm joined here uh, by Major Karen Holmes, uh, Territorial Public Relations Secretary for the Salvation Army. I'm also joined by Ashwin. Trikamji, who is a president of the SA Hindu Maha Sabha. Thank you very much both for joining us this afternoon. What a wonderful afternoon it is. It's fantastic. Thank you. Thank I mean, you for, us, great. It's, it's, Absolutely great. for us, it's all very new, but you must have been working at this for a while now. Yeah, well, yes. you know, I, I, I'm absolutely delighted that uh, an organization like the Mutsepe Foundation Yes. Has come forward and 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 entrusted the faith-based organizations mm-hmm. to run with an initiative which is so important for South Africa. Yes. Because unemployment with the youth is a major challenge in this country. Yes. It is it is the cause of so many problems that we experience on a day-to-day basis. And I believe that this this particular initiative mm-hmm. is going to be a forerunner to many other initiatives that will follow. Major Corrin, I mean, how long have you been secretly working away at this fund? Um, Well, we've been coming with the Mutsepe Foundation for a few years now, really. And uh, the initiative started with the National Day of Of Prayer. Prayer. And we were involved in that. Wonderful to see people from different uh, religions and faith-based organizations just coming together and just seeking God's guidance and help. And uh, you know, the thought was, well, let's not just pray about things yes. and all these subjects that we have that we pray for every year, but let's let's do something. And and the Mutsepe Foundation dreamt very big and uh, announced, um, I think last year or early this year, um, this hundred million um, rand uh, initiative to to be spread amongst. Um, different um, religious and faith-based organizations so that we can start uh, doing what we're praying about. Mm. And I believe God has answered prayer. And I believe that he's, he's honoring not only the Motepi Foundation, but I think he's honoring the work that the people that, that are on the ground, yeah. that are on the field, are doing. And uh, well, for me, equipping I us. Tell, I, yes. I must share this with you. Y- yes, go ahead. In 1998, when President Mandela... Yes. Uh, was president of the country. You know, he, he it was the first time ever in the history of this country he called us faith leaders mm-hmm. of the major faith groups Yes. Uh, at uh, Lutuli House. And he said to us, I want to work with you mm-hmm. because religious leaders or faith leaders can play a very, very important role in the governance of this country, particularly with social issues. You people are more qualified than politicians are. <laughs> And, and he said, he said, you know, politicians are so politicizing everything that they do that they forget what their responsibilities are. And that, of course, gave birth to the National Religious Leaders Forum. Okay. And the National Religious Leaders Forum then became a very important organization that met with him twice a year. When President Mbeki became president, he followed suit. He met us twice a year. Mm-hmm. And we were involved in many initiatives with government. And I clearly recall President Mbeki saying that if we work with the faith-based organizations, 
the one thing we are going to be sure, if we've got money and we allocate funds for a social project, the funds will go to the people that really need it. Mm. It won't be eaten up in bureaucracy. <laughs> so this is, I think, the, the, this I think is is the is, is the most important and significant aspect of this particular initiative. It's in, it's important for many reasons. Yes. Money is great, but the idea that at the center of giving, at the center of dealing with really big problems in society, joblessness, no skills is religion and faith. I think it's, it's quite a big step when you hear the outcries of people who are saying, what's happening with our society? There's so much violence. There's so much lawlessness. There is corruption. There are all of this. How important was this for you to be recognized in this manner? For someone to say, we recognize that faith and religion can actually be at the center of dealing with the society's problems. Well, firstly, you know, sorry. Firstly, Religion occupies, in my view, the highest place in society. Society shows the kind of respect for religious leaders that they don't show for anybody else. And the reason is obvious. Political leaders have a political objective. Business leaders have a business objective. Other, other leaders have other objectives. But faith-based leaders have only one objective, and that is to, to speak about the work of God the spirit of God, and to give people confidence in the social problems that they haven't attempted to solve them. So this, I think, is it's like it's it's like God sent, you know, yeah. for religious leaders now to take this forward. And I'm sure my colleague will have a lot to Major say. Major Curran, yeah, yeah, I, and I agree with uh, what you you've said. Yes, um, we meet the people where they are. Mm. The church, the church meets the people where they are. And, um, you know, people sit in, in high building, high-rise buildings, uh, you know, they, they haven't got a clue what's going on the, on, on, on the ground, on, on, the, ground, on yeah. the field, you know. And, uh, you know, I travel to mid-Kuzulu or north Kuzulu Natal to a rural area high up in the mountains. Mm. Ten o'clock under a tree, you find 30 youth. They've, they've, they've got dreams, they've got aspirations, but they've got no means to get to the city to get to the university to do and I think this is where the church can come in. We can be that little uh, link, you know, having means to do that and we will have to do it. We can't ignore it now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I, I sort of see this for me as as God sent excuse the pun. Because many times you find religious organizations working in silos in very difficult circumstances, yeah. as you said. You are where people are, are, are need you the most. And often you're alone. On yes. that journey, yes. nobody recognizes you. Very thankless type of job. Yes. And for someone, I think, to say, you know what, it's it's tough raising money these days. We know that you are at the cold face of what's happening to South Africa. Here's a hand. Let's do this together. I also imagine that the collaborative effort is quite welcome. Yes. Well, it's going to be it's going to be massive. Yeah. Because whether we like it or not, society, in whatever form. Uh, youth or otherwise is attracted to big sums of money. Yes, yes. And when somebody says there's a hundred million rand yes. available for a youth initiative, employment, em- employment for youth initiative, or to deal with unemployment, there's going to be an immediate attraction mm-hmm. towards it. Mm-hmm. And that attraction will be even greater because they know that is 
the religious community that is going to be driving the whole initiative. So, so I think it's really it's God sent, as you say. I, yeah. I, I'm sensing the buzz. Mm. Has it sunk in yet? For yourselves, have you spoken to your communities? Have you already made the announcement? Were you allowed to? No. Well, this is the beginning stages. Yes. Um, obviously, we need to go back to now. I need to go back to my leadership. Yes. And uh, say, this is what's on the table. Yes. Who's going to represent us? And what projects are we going to present to the Motsepi yes. or to the advisory board? Yes. Um, and, you know, how, we, so. how are we going to work this? You know, yes. yeah, uh, it is new. Yes. <laughs> it is overwhelming. Yes. But it is very exciting and uh, very, very humbling. Well, for what it's worth, I want to congratulate you for, for coming together. Yeah. And, and making it happen uh, and, and you know the Mozipa Foundation have made it a point to, to recognize the fact that it is yourselves that have said we can pray all day and night every year and every decade yeah. but we still need to get something done Absolutely. so the initiative they're saying came from you which we want to congratulate you for yeah no, it's wonderful that we can hold hands and, and, and at the end of the road meet human need Yes. That, that, I think that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for joining us You're and congratulations. Welcome. What a wonderful day to, to come thank together. You. Major Karen uh, Holmes is a Territorial Public Relations is, uh, Secretary for the Salvation Army and also joined by Ashwin Trikamji, who is the President of the SA Hindu Maha Sabha. And I'll keep uh, speaking to many people, stakeholders. We'll talk about how you can get involved. We'll talk about how this fund will be managed. I mean, a hundred million, million rand is a lot of money. How will will it be managed? Who is going to be at the board of this particular uh, fund? And all of those little details will be coming through to you. I am due to speak to Dr. Precious Moloi Mutsepe in a short while, who's also going to give us a sense of how they're going to put together this money. Will all the money come from them? And so on. That and more coming up after this. At SFM Radio and at Pimelo Mutile on Twitter. We come into you live from Santon Convention Center this afternoon at the launch of the Mozipe Foundation and religious and faith-based organizations 100 million rand job creation skills and training fund, which was announced earlier uh, by the Mozipe Foundation. And really, this is a coming together of 33 largest religious and faith-based organizations in this country, together with the Mozipe Foundation, announcing this uh, really massive fund this afternoon. And I'm joined by um, uh, Mr. Molana. Ibrahim Bam, who is the Secretary General of the Council of Muslim Theologians. Yeah, Theologians, how are you this afternoon? I'm I'm, tongue twisted, as you can see. No no problem. Uh, Thank you for the opportunity. And that word is such that sometimes you get a tongue twisted. (laughs) I know. What what a momentous occasion for you. What does it mean for for your community? It means tremendously. I think... um, the, the reason, you know, I, I, I actually, during the course of um, the launch, I, I mentioned that I've been going uh, as in my capacity of the Secretary General of the Council of Muslim Theologians in, in Arabic known as the Jamiatul Ulama South Africa. Yes. Uh, saying that basically our community is here to stay in South Africa. Right? The Muslim community is here to stay. It has been here for over 350 years. Uh, and... Um, even, even other communities. I mean, we know that there are challenges in South Africa. We know that there's a crime problem. We know that there's an unemployment problem. Problem. But how many people in South Africa can actually go and say we are going to find greener pastures somewhere else? One mm. percent? Yeah. Half a percent? Ninety-nine percent of the people are going to stay here. Yeah. Right. If we are going to stay here, it should be out of choice. Yeah. It should also be that uh, we should put our shoulder to the wheel to find 
solutions to the challenges facing our country i think for me what's amazing about this is it's such a typical south african thing when the problem arises we know actually how to come together and it must mean a lot even you know when the world is becoming more insular in their own little spaces you know um i am encouraged when i see yourselves muslim community coming together with a jewish faith community when i'm seeing them coming together with the zcc community i'm seeing them come together with abant bagashembe it for me is is quite a beautiful south african thing this is who we are i mean how do you feel well, about that we, we have our theological differences yes. but we are also part and parcel of a community yes and that particular community has certain essential uh, guidelines mm-hmm. to be able to live together yes. i normally give this uh, you know example of uh, people who are traveling on an airplane from here to london yes. right now when you are going there people will go for different reasons people will go for the sake of religion for the sake of business for the sake of entertainment for the sake of holiday for the sake of visiting friends and relatives but while you are in that space it's in everyone's interest that the journey must be safe so everyone will bend it together to see that the journey is safe and it is comf- as comfortable as possible take it in a larger space so south africa is a larger conveyance and when you are there you are people are different faith groups people have different uh, callings people have different professions but while we are together it's in everyone's interest that the country be prosperous the country be free of crime the country be secure the country be have social cohesion have harmony and i think in that is the the the, the benefit of working together for a common cause mm. the quran says what i want wal birri wat taqwa it doesn't say cooperate with people of piety or people of goodness it say cooperate with everyone on the basis of goodness and righteousness and it's our responsibility to do so so i mean the stats are known to everybody that 29% of south africans are, un- are unemployed and 55 55.2% of the unemployed are youth aged between 15 and 24 just just looking those numbers uh, is quite scary but you are at the cold face of this and and you see this first hand what's your experience on the ground but the, the one thing that i always tell people is that you know when you have a job there's a certain degree of dignity that comes with yes. it you have a dignity you have a dignity you have security you have stability if a person doesn't have uh, a job he doesn't have stability he doesn't have security he doesn't have dignity uh, in our religious tradition there's a verse in the in the holy book which says walaqad karamna bani adam we have granted dignity to every human being now we should be helping fulfill the objective and the will of the almighty to grant people dignity mm. and although many times people you know, the, the problem is see some, sometimes 29% um, is, is is of course the stats which is all well known but mm-hmm. in terms of putting it into numbers yeah. we look at 6.7 million people unemployed yeah. Yeah. now uh, we might not be able to provide uh, the aspect of 6.7 million in giving them jobs or giving them the dignity which i think is helping the almighty fulfill his will and his objective but what we can do is if if everyone starts putting their shoulder to if everyone starts becoming solution orientated mm. let us do something with regard to it what can we do what can i do as a community as an individual as a business person i can i can start looking at two more people then actually what happens is the entire thing becomes instead of problem oriented we all become solution oriented and when we become solution oriented you will find that there is going to be much more uh, benefit and there is going to be much more uh, putting the shoulder to the wheel to find 
a solution to the challenge. It's a lot, 100 million rand. It's a lot. It is, it is. Have you got thoughts on how you're going to begin well, spending we, we you know, already, your ideas that you're going to well, be submitting we, I, to the You won't believe it. I've already started thinking. And yes. As you're going along, uh, as we saw today that there is going to be two people needed from every faith community yes. and then of course being part of the evaluation uh, I already started speaking to the business community in our, in our community, the business uh, sector uh, starting to look at the NGOs who, who have tremendous work you know, you, for example, you have the Wakful Wakifin, the, the, give, the gift of the, the givers there are a lot of people who are there we will be putting together some concrete solutions to be able to take the matter forward. I really appreciate the time that you've spent Thank with us so and, and congratulations of being part of this because it, it takes each one to yes. make the sum up, correct? Yes, so and it's an honor to be part of the uh, to be honored to be part of the solution rather than being part of the problem. Mm, and and when you when you came together, surely you know the stories were similar. You may be coming from different courses, yeah. Hundred percent. The uh, stories are similar. Yeah. And uh, every every community does have its challenges, and of course, yes. within every community, you have these type of situations of people uh, who are unemployed. You know, uh, there's a prophetic st- uh, statement that says the Prophet Muhammad said, "The person who strives to earn uh, what we call a halal, a pure sustenance, a sustenance for himself and his family and his dependents, he is beloved to the Almighty." Now, it's so, it's so um, rewarding and fulfilling to be part of making that happen. What I can tell you um, is on a daily basis, you know, we, we interact with our listeners on SAFM. Mm. And on a daily basis, somebody will say, if we can bring religion back into the schools, if we can bring religion back into our society, the society will be better. What I'm trying to say is that there is recognition. There is recognition out there that religion is possibly one of the answers to some of the problems we have. Well, one of the things with regard to religion, it gives people, uh, it anchors their the, the modesty and their morality. Uh, it's easy to start. You say, well, once again, if you don't have something that anchors your passions, your desires, your fancies, your whims, then many a times what actually happens if there's no religion to anchor it, then our in- intellect just becomes a tool to justify our desires. If there is nothing that anchors you, there is nothing that guides you, there is nothing that sort of leads you, then actually what happens? We, we, are, we are many a times creatures of our desires. So then we create arguments to justify what we want. And to create, we create arguments to justify our desires. The religion doesn't allow that. It doesn't leave it into your own hands. And I think that is where religion plays such an important role. I really appreciate the time that you've given us and uh, congratulations one more time. Uh, I'd love to be the fly on the wall when you start announcing to the, your community that no, you are part no, of this no. amazing fund. Thank and I so uh, really thank you so much for spending the time with us. Molana Abraham Bram, he is a Secretary General of the Council of Muslim Theologians and uh, he's with us this afternoon as part of a 33 big, strong religious and faith-based organizations that have come together with the Mutsipa Foundation to put together in partnership this 100 million job creation fund really big news this, this afternoon that's been announced by the Mozipa Foundation and the uh, faith-based organization and we'll keep coming uh, to you with many of these interviews and as I said I'm scheduled to be speaking to Dr. Mamuloi um, Mozipa in a short while just to give us a sense of how this actually is going to work who will benefit how do you apply and so on that and more after the headlines it's 1.30 now let's go to Uzi Lesaku for the latest in headlines